0: So, Johnny, thanks for coming on the podcast. Hey, Brian. I'm sure you probably noticed that most rock and roll bands throughout history have been composed of men. And There are exceptions, of course. The Bangles, Heart, etc. Right. But by and large, rock bands are the domain of dudes. And I have a few thoughts on this topic, but I was wondering what you make of this rock band gender gap and the boys' club mentality that... Sometimes grows up around rock and roll music.
1: I I've I've never noticed it. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, just been the way the way it was. You know, it starts in grade school when girls don't rock, and it pretty much stays at the grade school level into your eighties.
0: I think. Well, my experience was in high school. A lot of my friends played guitar or played bass or drums. I I didn't know any gals that played rock band instruments. There were some singers, and occasionally we would jam with the singers. But mostly it was just dudes playing rock band instruments. And that seems to carry through after the high school years. And I think it's because, by and large, uh, men and boys are interested in things, and women and girls are interested in people. So, you know, whenever you're playing guitar and, and you're using amplifiers... You've got cables and pedals and effects processors. There's a lot of things to geek out about, and I think that really is compelling to young boys. It was interesting to me, for sure. So there are interesting exceptions in the rock band format, which is our focus here, and what do you think of the, the women players, say Bonnie Raitt or Sheryl Crow? Do you have any favorite women guitarists?
1: Jennifer Batten. Remind me? She played uh, for Michael Jackson.
0: Oh, that's right, yeah. She played
1: like Dirty Diana and stuff. Yeah,
0: and she could totally play Eddie Van Halen's solo from Beat It. like She memorized that for live purposes. I don't think Eddie Van Halen could ever play that solo again.
1: No, probably not, but she could. And she played it every night. She was bad, dude. I mean, that was the first uh, woman that I was like, well, Lita Ford, and you saw her play some solos like that. But uh, she was
0: mainly a James Hetfield type.
1: Yes, yes, she was. And uh, she's she's rocks to this
0: day. Yeah, she's awesome. She's,
1: uh, she's great. I love her. But uh, Jennifer Batten was a real shredder. Who? That's about where it ends. Well, for there me. are many others, but yeah, it's
0: I mean, just hard to name because they they aren't as represented in pop culture.
1: They I mean, don't get propped up and, and called geniuses. Well, there's
0: not as many that exist, so right. there are less to have the lottery that you have to hit. Right. To be a rock star. So it's just a numbers game. There are just way more dudes playing the game. W- Therefore, there are way more dudes represented in rock. There's no conspiracy here.
1: No. Do you know who was the first woman in the Hall of Fame?
0: That's a great question, but it was it was probably a, a blues or jazz singer. I'm Maybe sure. Maybe somebody like Ma Rainey, who was a blues singer, or Ethel Waters. I, I don't know the answer. I just figured...
1: It was Aretha. Well, because she's
0: certainly like, in there now, right? For sure. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know how that it works. It maybe, it, maybe it has to be posthumous. I don't know. Sure.
1: Do uh, it just? Um, have you been in a, a bands with just bit player w- women? I, I'm such. I, I it's oh God. I want to say girls, and then I'm like I can't say girls. just anyway, say men and women. Men and women. Let's, have you been in a, uh, a variety of bands? Have you had a, a woman front singer person? Have you had a great uh, musician on some instrument?
0: Yeah, I have. I'm in only one instance. I've played with many women who were just the lead singers, and I've already given my opinion on that right. type of musician, where I'm, I'm a little bit skeptical of it. Sure, sure. But I've also played with a lead singer and acoustic guitarist who was very good. Uh, you know her, Martha. She was really the only one that could, in my experience, compete with the boys. Like She could play in bands. She could play all the chords. There wasn't any trick in her. Right. And she is an exception. There are many that exist, but not many that I have experience with.
1: There was a time in my life where I could have just gone on stage with like Daisy Dukes, no shirt, cowboy boots, and a tambourine Oh no, that's no. Never mind. I think the only band I've been in that had a woman was uh, Brett Staggs when he brought uh, Lee in with the um, pans, the steel drums.
0: Yeah, she's exceptional.
1: And I don't even think that I've ever been. I, th- I think that's it for me.
0: There are just fewer. I mean, that, that that's the point. If there's if there's a takeaway here, it's not that the men of rock and roll are actively trying to keep the women in rock and roll down. I mean, you can find monsters up there, of course, but by and large, it's a numbers game. There are just hundreds of young teenage boys at this moment in their bedrooms, shredding. Right. And th- that is a, a known scientific fact. Yeah. And in 10 years, they're going to be 25, and they're going to be in all the hip bands. And that's just that's how the formula works. Well... Pick it up, ladies. Well, there are exceptions, of course. Most, but not all. I've, okay. I've met some very awesome women guitar players. Or I've seen them, at least. And not I've, too many that I've met.
1: I've seen some some women who could really shred on piano. I've seen some women who could really play some bass and, you, and fiddle and sing and play guitar. But I've never... I mean, when I was... It, I was like, no girls allowed... Does, was that were you ever like that as a
0: youngster? No, not really. Yeah. I I remember wanting to be around girls. Com- oh, compelled by them. But there is a boys' club mentality that exists around being in a band, and that's interesting. I think we can talk about that and see if we can map that onto the phenomenon because it seems to be a sort of support group for men being in a band. Wouldn't you agree?
1: I would call it more a, a support group for petulant children but yes well, whatever you want to call it right but... I mean come on man it, it, it's probably like the first thing about your pillow fort with the no girls allowed is they might bring like a, a you know a sense of maturity to the thing I, we're not gonna let's let's just get back to you you say what you were saying
0: the support group for men yes it sort of is that for many people and it has been for me I've always enjoyed going to rehearsal there is the low hanging excuse of getting out of the house for many men, right? But uh, I've seen it beyond that. I really enjoy hanging out with my friends and making music with my friends. Has been something that I look forward to. I enjoy it so much that I I do leave my
1: family and go do it. I mean, that's how much I. En- I'm just kidding. Yeah,
0: for zero money. For yeah,
1: I mean, it's great. It really is. I've never been approached by a woman to, you know, be in a band. Have you? I mean, obviously you've, you've been. I have just with Martha help. Jane, but right.
0: other than that, no.
1: Why? I wonder why. Maybe there's a girls' club in there. It's, yeah, they don't want me.
0: There <laughs> is. It seems to be a coffee house mentality for the most part. Like the the women guitarists, singers that I know, most of them play acoustic and use the guitar as a vehicle for songwriting. Right. And some of them are are pretty good players, but there isn't this maniacal quest to conquer the instrument that I, I and many of my friends have possessed. That is absent. It's wholly absent.
1: But it's not like dunking a basketball. It's not like only men and three women on earth can do it. Right. I mean, if you if I've seen videos, you're of right. It's interesting. Seven year old, we'll call them girls because they're seven, who can shred. There that.
0: is no physical or intellectual barrier, right, to women. Right. I've seen women that are a lot better at me at guitar than I am. Right. That's remember most, but not all. it's so annoying to have to keep saying it but otherwise people lose their minds
1: well it's a very touchy thing because you know could you imagine if it was completely normal for a a group of women to leave their families (laughs) and drive to a shithole and rehearse in their rock and roll band I mean now now we're definitely going to get sued or something for just being douches well
0: I, I can imagine really being supportive
1: I could. I would be a supportive husband. I'd be like, baby, that is amazing. Get out there and be somebody. Can I
0: please come to your show?
1: Yes. You know, be. I would be like, you. Well, you know, this is just going to cost gas, and it's going to put miles on our tires. And uh, little Jimmy always misses you. I don't know. That should be a show on Netflix. Little Jimmy always misses you. Yeah. Little Jimmy misses mommy because she's in, you know, Vixen.
0: Flaming pumps. Flame and
1: bumps. How about uh, m- the most heroic band in human history is Pussy Riot.
0: Your thoughts. Yeah, well, there was a, a similar band in Pittsburgh called Motorcycles It was sort of a heavy metal punk rock, mostly female band. The drummer is a man. But, okay. But every other member was a female.
1: Were they ever given a polonium 213 sandwich?
0: They weren't okay, it's but uh, I'd have to read their Wikipedia page <laughs> to find out.
1: Um, uh, you you said you mentioned Bonnie Raitt, who I adore.
0: Yeah, she's great, sly player.
1: Right, it's just really good. You know, uh, Cheryl Crow, which I don't adore as much, but I do understand her legacy as a songwriter.
0: Agreed. Yeah, totally. And Did she's not a bad guitar player. Bonnie no, Raitt's a lot better than Cheryl Crow, but
1: I I just like Bonnie Raitt better. Um. Lita Ford was raging. Uh, the, I like the Go Go's, but just Belinda Carlis so so beautiful. So
0: yeah, yeah, there is that.
1: Yeah, see, that's where it gets off the rails.
0: But what about Dolly Parton? She's amazing. Yes, she plays it, like every instrument.
1: Uh, that's where I was going to go next was to old school country because those girls from the hills could pick and grin. Yeah, and write sure. some lyrics. Loretta Lynn, Dolly Parton.
0: Yeah, I I wish I could uh, marry one of them.
1: Patsy Cline probably did mainly covers, right? Or she didn't write. She could just deliver. I know less
0: about her, but that makes sense from what I know.
1: Right, but Loretta Lynn, Dolly Parton—I mean, that's that's some real. Of course, they're freaking hillbillies. Yeah, or, the, or Hill Wilmas. What what's a that lady, makes sense? Yeah, a lady a Hill Wilmas. Um, very creative. Very, you know, I mean, a little tacky. I coal Miner's Daughter, you know what I mean?
0: I don't mind the tack.
1: In the summertime, we didn't have shoes to wear. I would
0: listen to that over most terrible pop music Probably that comes out today. Probably.
1: I'm sorry, everybody. Loretta Lynn rules. Um...
0: Yeah, but she and Dolly Parton and most of these other lead singer and, and multi instrumentalists aren't what we're talking about here. Right? They weren't in bands per se. They they were accompanied by by studio musicians or stage musicians. They they didn't have the the boys club. We're in a band, man, and we're called you know Maximum Strength, <laughs> and right. we're here to rock. That that is seems to be exclusively. Most, but not all, the domain of dudes.
1: Right. Those ladies lived in an era also where you could be discovered, and someone would invest in, you know, creating something for you. Yeah,
0: nobody's discovering anything anymore. No,
1: my God. Yeah the
0: the model of music, pop music, right, has been demolished. It's so different now. It's a performance medium again. It's like the nineteenth century and there's hamlets and towns and they have a band shell and every saturday there's a performance i mean that's how it is now that's yeah, nobody sad. makes any money with their selling albums except a, a very select few of the mega stars right but that's like hitting the lottery
1: that's some brave new
0: world bullshit i'm fine with it yeah. well, however it's going to be it's going to be just yeah. go with it
1: right well, it's very zen. be
0: entrepreneurial um perform that's where it, Hey, I just—I
1: performed Friday in front of people by How'd myself. How'd that go? I, it went better than I expected, but not as great as it could have. Do you, you know what I mean?
0: Oh, no, that's always how it goes.
1: I've—I've uh, I've walked off of a solo performance going uh, that was a nine out of
0: ten, but this was a six. You know? I've had many sixes. One time I had five twos. <sighs> just get your hands dirty. Learn how to do it keep setting up and playing shows like you did Friday, and you'll That's get, you'll get better is. at it. That's
1: what Yeah, get your hands dirty, because it's, it's essentially the same as masturbating when you have a gorgeous wife at home.
0: Well, maybe women aren't as interested in getting their hands dirty when it comes to the things that are involved in a rock band. I mean, just, you have to admit, the amount of gear is obscene. Like, hauling drum sets and bass cabinets and PA systems? Who on earth will do this, except for Idiot dudes.
1: Right. Not only that, but if you a, a good heavy amplifier will give you wrinkles. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's where you know. I think that's pretty funny. But anyway, um, you are you are correct. Uh, um, there are some r- rough and ready tumble ladies out there who can bench press both of us. But yeah. once again,
0: this isn't a physical disparity thing. It's a willingness to involve yourself in a wilderness of electronic gear. Right.
1: And not to mention, I mean, I keep getting back to this, but I, I try to put myself in, in, in their, you know, uh, high heels or whatever they're wearing. And I just imagine being, just trying to walk through the forest of dicks. That is every bar on earth. And then going on stage as a woman, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to cross dress and see what it feels like. It's, it's different.
0: I am not certain that you will get the same male attention. Yeah, well, me and a dress. But I I take your point.
1: This is a song called, Would You Fuck Me? I'd Fuck Me. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't know. You're right.
0: I might listen to that.
1: It's pretty good. Uh, It turns out that we would both fuck me.
0: That's not entirely clear.
1: I don't really, it's not supposed to be.
0: Okay, so let's move the conversation on to a related topic, and, and that is rock fans. So you may have noticed that not all audiences are equally represented by the genders. So say a Grateful Dead show versus a Slayer concert, <laughs> right? right? One is going to be an absolute army uh-huh. of dudes.
1: The Venn diagram, there, there is definitely an area where that cr- there's some crossover there still. It's so beautiful. It's real small.
0: Real small. Yeah,
1: but it's there. But yes.
0: Yeah, I mean, there are the heavy metal women.
1: Yeah, but... Um, it, they're
0: like a Sasquatch sightings. <laughs> right. Right. They're always blurry when you're trying to take a picture of them.
1: Right, it just turns... Uh, never mind. I was going to say, it just turns out that they're in, blurry in real life. That's somebody else's joke. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember who. Yeah, It's Mitch Hedberg. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> See? I try to steal from everybody equally. So go back to... What, so
0: rock fans, the the different audiences, and maybe why, what's what's... Com- What's compelling more women to go see a jam rock show, say, than going to see Pantera?
1: Drugs. That's the only thing that I know that draws women to festivals and stuff, is because they like to partay. Yeah, there's
0: a lot more drugs at a jam band concert. Yeah,
1: man, like Meow Meow and Super Funk 72. I'm 43 years old, I, I don't know what the name it's called, but...
0: Yeah, Moonwalk Patches. Moonwalk Patches are... So far
1: out, but you know, there's, that's the only, and then beyond that, you know, you see uh, an audience that's more than 50% women, and that's going to be like your man banders, right? Who else is there?
0: Well, there's the the normal jam band scenario. There's something else that I'd like to add to that, and that is most people in the audience are dancing. Whereas most people in the audience for Pantera, Slayer, etc. are either standing with their arms folded watching the metal. Right. Or they're participating in what is possibly the dumbest human activity on Earth, <laughs> known as slam dancing. <laughs> so I can see that, that not all women want to participate.
1: It's like nuclear shoving buddies.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's shoving buddies taken to the next level.
1: I just want to say that to every dude who's ever gone out into in front of a, a band with the express purpose of bloodying the shit out of yourself and everyone around you, I don't understand you.
0: Walk me through it,
1: guys. I don't even try to walk me through it. We were we went to Cleveland, me, Brett, Kenny, Doug, and Brian Sproul, right? To see uh testament and oh, nice. sepulchura, oh shit, yeah, and it was all dudes
0: naturally a couple
1: of um you know i mean there's there's the 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 metal metal chicks, you know what I mean,
0: most but not all
1: right lots of, you know there 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 was a few ladies there, but it was mainly predominantly just meathead. You know, yeah, an old school Rangers, you know, you there were guys there with, with flannel shirts and uh, you know, uh, Ben Benjamin Franklin Scollets like they're bald on top, but they still have the mullet. Molotov- yeah, no, they were around when they, they were the there, style
0: was breaking in the uh, early 1980s,
1: and they're the ones going, uh, <laughs> That's not even their original drummer. You guys have no idea
0: back, how much better
1: back in 1987 when I also wasn't getting laid. Uh, this band was, you know, whatever, but yeah. And then I had uh, everybody's dressed in black, and I don't think about this stuff. I love Sepultura. I remember Testament I, I love roots Their album roots yeah, totally. and but I wore uh, a baby blue T-shirt with the <laughs> dude from Big Lebowski on it, and it says "Abide," right And so we're standing 20 feet from the stage while I think Sepultura, some one of them's setting up. And I'm getting the side eye from this guy. He's just decided that I'm the guy that he wants to murder tonight. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, fuck. All right. So I walked way the hell out. I wasn't about to get into that. Yeah, and, when I mean, it, and when it started, it just they just start running into each other. We were at a Pantera concert in Maryland in 1994. Maybe. You're the
0: epicenter of that sort of behavior.
1: Yes, and we, I, it was um, in Landover, Maryland, maybe. I can't remember. But we went, and I remember going to the bathroom, and I, I swear to you, dude, there was an inch and a half of blood on the bathroom floor. Gross blood from maniacs. And I went to the ladies' room and made a couple friends. You know what I mean? But I'm a different kind of character.
0: Well, I think that I tried a little bit of moshing when I was 17 or so at a Pantera show. How did that go, I, I I remember, oh, you know, I'm a small dude. I was a small dude then, too. I remember sort of doing it gingerly and maybe not totally going for it, which is what most people are doing.
1: It's not the size of the man in the mosh. It's the size of the mm. mosh
0: in the man. That's for sure.
1: I don't understand. Well, this I don't understand.
0: Is, coming back to our topic. That is what compels men about metal. There's a sort of martial aggression to it that is outside of the purview of what women are generally interested in and at a concert such as Slayer or Pantera or Sepultura or Testament, etc. Right. And slam dancing is the ultimate expression. Of that attitude and feeling, which is wholly absent from most women. Yep, I've never seen a woman slam dance. Oh so, come on, I have.
1: What? I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure I have. And I, I, I don't know. I've, I've been to a lot of, of concerts. Seen. Sounds ill advised. And I was like, man, that is just blatantly and purposefully putting my face. In the way of somebody's elbow or fist, you know what I mean? I like my face the way it is. I
0: return to my original statement on slam dancing, and that is, it is quite possibly the stupidest human behavior in history.
1: It's hooliganism as, at its finest.
0: Well, at least they're not breaking things that yeah, belong to do. people besides faces.
1: Yeah, teeth and shit. Um, okay, anything else on that one? You know what? Uh, Audiences. Here's, did not, can I, let me just say one thing. It cracks me up that there's all this discussion about men and women and equality and everything. But put this all in the same category. Okay, ready? A mosh pit. Monty Python's Holy Grail. Three Stooges. Bugs Bunny. That's all boys. Yeah. Would you agree? Ninety percent men. That there's no women who enjoy that, very few. Thoughts
0: go. I agree with you. Yeah, Three Stooges, metal. A, a few other things that fit into the category. Monty the Python
1: ben- hurts a girl's feelings. Like why? Why? Why are you acting like that? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Though I do admit it's really, really funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's also from a different time, like the late seventies and early nineteen eighties, when those Monty Python movies were coming out. Right, is that the time period? Yeah, Life and right. Brian was out yeah. in the eight in okay. the early eighties. Yeah, I believe. And no, um, The Search for the Holy Grail. Right. Yeah, that that's that whole genre of film could be categorized with metal as far as do clubs go. Right, so that's what I'm saying. The, it's it's the slapstick comedy or the
1: it couldn't be more different. Could you imagine uh, like a slapstick stage show and people slamming into each other?
0: <laughs> yeah, but somehow it seems to be exercising in the, the same uh, sector of the limbic system, yep. the, the male limbic system.
1: At any point in your life, what song pumps you up to where you could grab like a bat and go do some damage to some people and shit?
0: Dyers Eve on Injustice for All.
1: Ah, dude, that's number 2 for me. What's number 1? Uh Damage Incorporated. All right. Good choice. Eek. I mean when it just starts that whole first part is just bass. It's all weird. And, like, and you know. But yes, Dyers Eve.
0: Yeah, I, I I don't think that most women upon listening to Damage Incorporated or Dyers Eve. Right have those same feelings
1: if you're a woman and when you played football in ninth grade you wrote damage incorporated on your forearm pads and listened to it 30 times before every game
0: then you are the exception
1: email me at you don't exist at google hello uh, nsa.com
0: let's go for a walk on the beach yes dot org lowered expectations are there any other audiences to to note this phenomenon? Is, is there a is there a similar thing in the rap community? Is there a a a species of hardcore rap that is only occupied by black dudes? Missy Elliott'll break your fucking neck. I don't know who Miss Elliott is. Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you're just not I don't either, honestly, <clears throat> but there's there's a there are some hardcore women in rap. Yes, dirty, filthy, no, hilarious women.
0: I'm talking about the audiences. Oh. I don't think the, the performers don't compare because there isn't a an instrument component. I mean, there is a beat making component, but right. we can sort of consider most rap artists as the figurehead, as the, like lead singers. Right, right. right. I, right. I could be speaking on a turn here, but. Nah, we might be.
1: We probably but, have been for forty minutes. But yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: well, I, I am fully expecting some pain from this podcast. I it. We're okay. In any case, the the point is the audiences. Is, is there a similar phenomenon in hip hop or pop music to the heavy metal audience? Like it really is like the whitest, malest audience you can possibly imagine. Indeed, heavy metal is right,
1: and then. Um... Yeah, and, but I wonder. I've I've never been to a slew of hip hop shows. Yeah,
0: maybe they're more like jam band shows, where they're equal, maybe male and female.
1: Yeah, I'd like to find out. I mean, I'm not afraid to go. I don't think that the Crips are gonna, you know, whack me. I don't think that it's like that. Um, i have just never, never gone. There's never anything around me. And then I would also, I, I don't know what kind of audience. If you know, if it's half female, half male. And what their motivations are? Let's talk about um someone like Dave Matthews. Do you know why we know who Dave Matthews is?
0: Yeah, he was successful with uh, several albums and with an album deal. Yeah, because in the nineties, sorority chicks liked him. That's for sure. And since the sorority chicks liked him, all the dudes every dude liked came. Yeah. Right.
1: That's a phenomenon. It that was. Yeah. Can, I mean, it's not just him, but think about that whole deal is if you can draw all the fine ladies to your show, then all the dudes come too.
0: Yeah, so I think that it's... it's, <laughs> it's I'm tempted to put it in the same category as jam bands, but I think there's something different happening here. Because I think most jam bands are generally liked by dudes. Right. Where Dave Matthews did have a larger female contingent of fans. Therefore, the shows were occupied by raging dudes.
1: Yeah, but you never hear a woman say, well, I'm going to the Grateful Dead show because there's so many hot dudes there. You know what I mean?
0: That's generally not how women operate anyways. How
1: about uh, the um, gay community? And, like, say, think about how they rally around, like Cher, Dawn of Summer, like some of that stuff. What do you think about that?
0: Yeah, but I guess I I have noticed that phenomenon. There's a certain brand of pop music that seems to be... uh, finely tuned to gays and lesbians
1: it was I don't don't
0: know I know less about what it is about the music that is compelling I don't know at all probably because you can
1: just really dance all night to a
0: lot of it okay yeah it's sure dancing
1: yes dancing and drugs I mean you know why you know why uh, there are drugs because they solve all of your problems Uh, in the immediate time Right. right Everything gets immediately better. You can dance longer. Um, That's about it. What other audiences do you know? Or can you even think of?
0: Yeah, well, the most striking phenomenon is the one that we've already talked about, and that, of course, is the heavy metal audience. So I think that we've explored the topic to the extent of our knowledge. Mm -hmm. So we can probably uh, wrap it up for today. I think that we've... uh, Thoroughly angered as many people as possible. Yes. And if you have any thoughts on what Johnny and I were talking about, or any opinions, or perhaps one of us doesn't see the light and you need to uh, educate us, uh, please feel free to reach out to Brian jo- Johnny.
1: Don't reach out to me because I am, um, yeah, I can't be fixed.